This is the Become an Unstoppable Woman podcast with Lindsay Preston, episode 93, Set Strong Goals. Welcome to the Become an Unstoppable Woman podcast, the show for goal-getting, fear-facing women who are kicking ass by creating change. I'm your host, Lindsay Preston. I'm a wife, mom of two, and a multi-certified life coach to women all over the world. I've lived through enough in life to know that easier doesn't always equate to better. We can't fear the fire, we must learn to become it. And on this show, I'll teach you how to do just that. So join me as I challenge you to become even more of the strong, resilient, and powerful woman you are meant to be. Let's do this. my friend. Welcome to another episode of the show. Today we're talking about goals and it's the end of the year if you're listening to this episode live. So goal setting is on pretty much everybody's mind, even if they're not goal setting kind of people. So of course I got to put one out there if you need some help setting strong goals in your life. And if you just need more tips on how to make your goals even stronger. I must brag on myself for a second and say I am a pro at setting goals. This is something I can do in my sleep for you. It is so easy for me to help clients or anybody really, but clients are who I get to do this with. It is so easy for me to sit down with them and set goals for them. Goals that are authentic to them and intentional for them. Ones that we can break down and allow them to create in 90 days. Ones that will stretch them just enough. Ones that tap into a deeper why and into their values and their needs and allow them to get closer to this 10 life, which a 10 life is really like your ideal, most fulfilled life. So I'm going to teach you today how I do that. Now, granted, this is a skill you have to learn. Even my clients, I'm constantly trying to teach them more and more how to do this for themselves. And they have some room to grow, most of them, even the ones I've worked with for years. It's just something that comes very natural to me. And in time, it'll become more and more natural to you if you want it to be. Otherwise, you can always outsource it to somebody like myself to help you set these goals. I know there are certain things in my life that I'm like, I could learn how to, you know, do the perfect curls in my hair, but I'd rather just have a hairstylist do it. (laughs) So this may be the thing for you. But again, if you want to DIY it, here we go. Today is the day I'm going to tell you how to set strong goals in your life. Okay, so we got a lot to cover. I'm just ready to jump right in. I hope you are too. All right, so the first thing I want you to do if you feel like you're entering a new year. So for us, as this episode is going live, we are about to enter 2021. So for a lot of people, that's when they feel like their year starts. For other people, it's a different time of the year. Maybe it's their birthday. Maybe it's the beginning of a school season. I know for me, I kind of feel like my year starts in like September 1st, but I still kind of play with this new year stuff too. But again, you don't have to follow any kind of ruler system here. Whatever you feel like your year starts, go with it. Okay. So the first thing I want you to do is when you're thinking about the next year of your life is what is your number one priority? Like what's the number one thing you want more than anything out of that next year? 
and it can't be more than one thing. It is one thing. Okay. So start thinking what that could be for you, but I'm going to give you some examples here of how I do this. Okay. So of course I'll like sit back and I'll think about maybe these little goals that I want to create, like more money here or this relationship I want to improve here. Maybe my health I want to do X, Y, Z with, right? So I'm thinking about all the little things. Then I sit back and I say, what is this really about? Like, what are all these, what are the commonalities between all of these things here? What's the big thing I really need to embody in order to make these things happen? And again, I'm going to ask that again. What is it that I really need to embody to make these things happen? So last year, my goals and last year meaning 2020 were things like make a certain amount of money in my business. Um, I even forget my goals now. Oh my gosh, that's so bad. Lose the last of the baby weight was another one. Gosh, again, I like can't think of them offhand, but I had all these goals, right? And so when I sat down and I really thought about it, it was like, okay, what's the really big thing I need to embody here? And at the time, it was joy. I was like, I need to be able to take in more joy in my life. So many things are going well. And I find myself self-sabotaging this stuff that's going well. And so I really need to get accustomed to feeling more joy. I remember another year, this was a few years ago, that big thing I needed to embody was strength. And so that felt like the number one priority of the year. Another year, it was learning. Another year, it was consistency. Another year, it was connection. And so again, what's the number one thing you need to embody? And it needs to be a word or phrase that you are going to fully work on the whole year. And that's going to become a part of you by the end of the year is to have that one quality. Okay. So I gave you some examples there of me in the past. It was things like strength, joy, connection, consistency, learning. Okay. So what is it for you? And whatever you come up with, That is your word or phrase of the year. And I encourage you to do this exercise. Don't skip over this. This is the biggest thing, okay? Because if you don't have this, your year is probably gonna feel like to your brain like it's a shit show a little bit and you're all over the place because you're not gonna really know where you're going. If you have that one phrase or word, you know where you're heading and you know at the end of the next year when it's over, did I do that or not? And what's really cool is many times when you just set that word or phrase, you can set all these little goals that you think are going to get you there. But what happens is like, you know, the universe, God, whatever, the world, whatever you believe in, takes you there and allows you to experience whatever you need to experience to then embody that by the end of the year. Okay. Most of the time. Now, some people will set a word or phrase. And then their brain totally freaks them out of it and they go into like an avoidance and they just totally like give up on the whole thing. I'm guessing that's probably not you though, because you listen to this podcast and you consider yourself a go-getter woman. Okay. So I'm not worried about that with you, but just in case that happens to you and you're like, well, Lindsay, in the past I've done this and it didn't work. Well, that's because you probably have some avoiding tendencies and it may even come out of, of you like overworking in other areas for you not to deal with your stuff. Okay. Just avoiding tendencies doesn't mean like you sit at home all day and eat bonbons and like lay in bed. 
It means sometimes you throw all your energy into something else so you don't really look at what needs to, you know, be released and looked at and processed so that you can move the needle forward because our brain hates feeling negative emotion. And sometimes we have to go into the negative emotion to do that. Okay. So side tangent for you, but going back word or phrase. Okay. Think about what that is for you. And again, if this is really hard for you, because for some women, it is, they're not used to trusting themselves. They're not used to tapping into, you know, their intuition and their body and feeling what's, what's right for them. They're so used to just people telling them what to do. That's a big sign. It's time for you to hire a coach, be it me or somebody else, because I really want you to live a life where you're tapping into yourself and you know yourself. That's what's going to create a fulfilling life for you. You can set all these goals all day long, but if you don't know how to tap into yourself and what you need and what you want, I mean, otherwise you're just going to be a little robot achieving. It's not that fun. Okay. But if you have that order phrase, great. That's awesome. Let's then off that word or phrase say, okay, what are the top one maybe two or three goals that I want this next year. And you can set more than those three. But really what I've learned over the years as somebody who used to set a million and one goals, less is more. Okay. So for me, when I'm going into 2021, I have one big goal for the year. One. And it's to make a certain amount of money. Then I have two other pretty important goals. And that is to really embody that I have a 10 marriage, meaning like I know I have a 10 marriage. I just need to fully accept it and quit self-sabotaging that I don't. And then the other one is to be in my body more. And from that is to work out a little bit more and process some feelings that I know I need to get rid of. Okay. So those are my three big goals. Now I have some other little ones in there. Like I'm going to travel a certain amount of times this year and um, I really want to be present with my family more and da, 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 da. But to me, I have one big goal next year with my one big overarching phrase or word, which if you're curious is joy integration. That is my big phrase. My big goal is the money goal. And then I've got the two little ones and then some little baby ones beneath that, that I feel like are almost like already done. We already have like three trips booked next year. And I just stretched it to say, maybe we'll take four trips. Okay. Making sense? I hope so. Again, I used to be somebody who would set pages and pages of goals. Gosh, I think I have some of the documents on my computer of just like 10 million goals under finance, 10 million goals under spiritual, 10 million goals under health. Because there is a point in your life when you're like, dang, there's so many things that I want to change and you just want to change them all at one time. <laughs> That's how I felt in my late 20s. Like right when I entered coaching, then I saw this whole new world of possibility. And I was like, oh my gosh, I want all of these things. And then too, before that, I would set all of these goals. Before that meeting, before I got into coaching, I would set all these goals. And then the year would go by and I really wouldn't do any of them. And then I'd, I'd feel really shitty. And then I'd be like, oh man, I'm just going to pile it on to the next year. Oh, and let, let me see what I can take on next year. Like, it's so bizarre. My brain would think, oh, if I didn't do it next year, well, let me try next year and add on more things. So weird. Yeah, like that's really going to work, right? So again, it's like we totally overestimate what we can do in a year, but we underestimate what we can do in 10 years. And if you haven't listened to my 10-year vision episode, I'll put a link in the show notes, but go listen to that one because I talk about this even more about having a 10-year vision and how important that is. Because if you have a 10-year vision, 
it makes this so much easier to look at the year to year because you see this bigger vision and you're like, wow, I'm going to get all that done. Great. I don't need to stuff it all into one year. I can take this slow. I can enjoy the ride. And as I keep saying over and over again, you can get that one thing done. And if you get that one big goal you want done really well, it moves a needle typically on so many other things in your life. Like I know by me making more money at work, it's really me just, again, integrating this joy and taking in this joy that I'm able to have a job that I love that creates massive results for people and that I make a good living off of. It's just like me just integrating that even more because before it was just too much. It was like, okay, I can love my job and maybe I can give people great results, but make money from it. Oh my gosh, whoop, too much abundance. And now I'm like, whoa, I'm going to take that in, right? Same with the marriage. It's like, if I can take in that kind of abundance, I can take in that I have a great marriage. I can take in the abundance that I have a really great body and, you know, my past is my past in some ways and I can process some of those feelings that I know I need to process. Okay. All right. You follow me here? I hope so. Now, what do we do from here? After you've got that big overarching focus, that word or phrase, you've got one and then maybe a couple little goals under that. Where do we go and how do we make those goals something that you can measure and you can achieve? Okay. So, I encourage you to take your goals and put them in a smart format. You probably know what the smart format means. It's all over the place, especially in the corporate world. But it's just taking a goal, making it specific, measurable, attractive, or attainable. It depends on who you talk to and what word they use there. Um, And then it's, for some people, they say it's something like relative or relatable, or, you know, they use the R in different ways too, and then it has a timetable. So really what it's saying there is let's make the goal specific. Let's make it something you actually want to do. Let's make it something that we can measure. Let's make it on a timetable. So when I'm looking at this with my clients, we typically do 90-day goals because that is what research has shown is the optimal period for making a goal happen. For some reason, the brain just sees 90 days as just far enough that it feels like a stretch, but it's not too far, okay? So I set 90-day goals with them. And typically what we're doing is we're saying by whatever the end date is. So if you're setting a goal for January 1st, it would be by March 31st, 2021, okay? So they're saying by March 21st, 2021, and right there, we're making that a timetable. Then they're saying what they want, okay? So for some clients, it's pretty easy peasy. It's straight and cut dry. It's something like a weight loss. I will weigh X amount, or I have lost X pounds. For some clients, it's like I've paid off X amount of debt, or I've increased my income by X, Those goals, again, pretty easy to set there. We're making it specific. We've got the measure because we've got the pounds or the money or whatever. We've got the timetable. And then we'll work a little bit deeper here on making sure it's something that's attractive to them and something they can attain. Okay. Now, what if it's like a goal of feeling a certain way? Like you want to feel happier in your marriage, for example. So then you'll say, again, you'll have that timetable by March 31st, 2021, I have increased the fulfillment in my marriage or whatever word you want to measure. If it's not fulfillment, happiness, peace, connection, joy, whatever, by a blank number to a blank number. So what you're going to do here is make a one to 10 scale. Okay. So 10 being you have the ideal, one being you don't. So if you're going to measure fulfillment in your marriage, where do you fall on that scale? And so you may say a six. Okay. And by March 31st, where do you want to be? What number? And you may say a nine. Okay. 
And then what I have my clients do is I say, okay, describe to me what a six feels like and what you're doing as a six. So they may say, well, sometimes I connect with my husband and sometimes I don't. We communicate about work and school and kids, but we don't communicate about anything else. We're intimate with one of one another two times a month. We rarely, if ever, go on date nights. We argue about blah, blah, blah. You know, they go into all the details of where they're at right now to make it a six. And I encourage you go into a lot of details here, okay? So many times with clients, they'll come back to me and they'll give me very basic stuff. I just have a client like right now who sent me a goal just before I got on this podcast and it happened to be a marriage goal. And I said, tell me what, I think she's starting at a seven and wants to be at a 10 with her marriage. And I said, okay, tell me what a seven feels like. She gave me like three words. I was like, oh my gosh, we've got to get more details than that. We've got to go all, everything. Tell me everything about what makes it a seven right now. And then tell me everything about what you want it to be in 90 days, what that number represents to you. Maybe in things like we're intimate with one another every week. We go on date nights once a month. We communicate about everything. I feel at peace with him instead of feeling anxiety. Da, 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 da. Okay, the more we can get details there, the more we can measure and the more the brain will start to say, okay, I know what I need to do now to get to work here. Okay, because if you don't bring awareness to what you need to do, you're screwed. You're totally screwed. This is what I was talking about earlier. So many people, they don't fully dive in head first into where they are in their life right now, where they want to go. They avoid this crap for whatever reason. Their brain just says, don't go there. And then what? They don't accomplish their goals. It's just like this flighty little, oh, vision board exercise in essence, which is fun. I love vision boards and all of that, but it's not going to move the needle. It's just going to be you kind of dreaming a dream. Like, let's get specific here. Tell me the details. Okay. All right. So all that makes sense. Make it measurable. Get specific. Put it on a timetable. All right. Then what I do with my clients is I say, tell me your why for this goal. Why is it so important for you to lose weight? Why do you want to pay off debt? Why do you want to make more money? Why do you want to improve your marriage? Why do you want to get more fit? Whatever the goal is, right? And most times they start with a superficial answer. Well, I just really want to connect with my husband more. And I'll say, okay, why is that important? Well, because I just don't like the way that I'm feeling right now. Okay, well, why is it important for you to change? Well, it's important for me to change because I don't want to live my life this way. Okay, well, why is that? Well, I don't really want to live my life this way because I don't like it. Okay, you don't like what? Like I have to keep digging and digging. And do you see where I'm going here? And until you get to a place when that why, when you realize one of two things, typically is what I find with my clients. The first is that you're here to serve. So if we're going back to the marriage one and say these people have kids, it's like, I don't want my kids to see a marriage that isn't the ideal. And so then it comes from our place of service. And that motivates us as human beings because we realize it's not just about us. We're here to do something bigger and here to give back. Okay. And that we need to tap into with your brain. So on the days when you're like, oh, I don't want to. I don't want to go work out. I don't want to lose the weight. I don't want to connect with my husband. I don't want to save the money. You go back to that why and you're like, oh shit. Oh no. Oh no, no. I'm going to work out because I need to show my children what it means to be healthy. I need to show my children what it's like to save money. I need to show the world, my clients, my coworkers, anyone I'm in 
encountering with, what it's like to do X, Y, Z. Now, that's the first deeper reason I talked about. I said there's a second one. The second one is that you realize this is about you and your journey and you showing up as the best version of you. So for me, if I'm thinking about my money goal next year, for example, and I'm thinking, what's my why with that? So initially I would say, because I want to be able to integrate more joy. I want to take in that I can make money for my business. Now, if I was coaching myself, I'd say, why is that important? And I would say, because, you know, I've worked so hard in this business, I really haven't made a lot of money and it's my time. Okay, well, why is that important? Well, because I want to give back to my husband. My husband's been so supportive of me and da, 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 da. And I could stop there. And by then it's gotten to a point where it's a place of service. And I'm wanting, you know, my husband to experience a job that's as joyful as mine, because currently right now he doesn't. And I want him to have that. And money is a part of that for him to go experience that, right? But then it's it goes deeper. It's like, I want my daughter to see that, you know, women can go out there and have a job that they love and they create massive transformation for people and they make a good living off of. And you don't ever need anybody to support you. You can support yourself. And I'm helping other women in this. And she sees the power of that. Again, I could stop there, but I coached myself even deeper. And I said, not only that, but I want my clients to see what's possible for them. If they're not at a place where they're making the amount of money they want to, I want to show them that once I set my mind to something and I do it, it gets done. And then all of a sudden that opens up space for them to go do it. And they realize that the world is their possibility and they can create whatever they want. Do you see how I get like so passionate and so fired up? And so on the days that I'm like, oh, I don't really want to show up on social media today, or I don't really want to make that offer to that person. What if they say no? Or I'm having a really difficult day with this client. I just want to peace out and like go watch Netflix and not have to deal with it. I go back to that why and I'm like, "Uh -uh uh-uh-uh, Lindsay, you are here to help your husband, to help your daughter, and to help your clients. Get your body out of bed and make this happen. And that is so motivating. Okay, so you've got to do that for you too. What is your why? Because you got to tap into that sucker. Because otherwise, you're going to talk yourself out of this goal so many times. Our brain doesn't like change, remember? Doesn't feel good. We've got to show it. Hey, we got to get to work, my friend, and this is why we're doing it. It's not about me. It's about something bigger, okay? The other thing I ask my clients, how is this goal going to take you closer to your 10 life? So many times, this is pretty easy because they're like, well, I'm wanting to improve my finances. And by improving my finances, I don't have debt. So that's going to improve my life fulfillment with my finances. And when I'm more fulfilled in my finances, I'm going to have more peace of mind. And when I have more peace of mind, I'm going to have more time for my marriage. And it just kind of, you know, spills over into all these different areas, right? And so just get really clear for you of how it gets you closer to your 10 life. And this is why, again, it's so important for you to know what your 10 life is. And that 10-year vision episode, I talk about this more. And if you want help creating your 10 life vision, I do this on my free consult calls. We spend almost a whole hour you talking about your 10 life. And I ask you so many questions to get you very clear on your 10 life. And so you can walk away from that call having that. Okay. So just something to think about if you want that and the links in the show notes, if you want to go apply for that consult call, but I will get you there because it's so important, you know, where you're heading in your life. Okay. The other thing I ask my clients is how does this goal relate to your top needs and values. And those are two assessments that I give them as we work together so they can test what are their top values in their life. So values are just the things they value the most. So values that are on that assessment are things like freedom, experience, community, spirituality, teaching, leadership, 
gosh, I'm trying to think of some other ones. Those are the ones I see the most, I feel like. Yeah, I think so. Family, I think, is one. But those, we have to then go in and say, okay, how does this tie to this this goal? Because your values are things you naturally want to live in anyway, right? Then with their needs, their needs are the things that they feel like they need the most. So for every single one of my clients, they have a top need of growth. Now they have other top needs on there, like things like contribution, love and connections, um, stability. Oh gosh, what are some other ones? significance, but every single one of my clients, they have growth, which is no surprise, right? Because coaching is about growth. And so then we tie it back to their needs of growth and whatever it happens to be and say, okay, this is how it's going to fulfill that need in you of, you know, you doing X, Y, Z is going to help that need feel more complete and fulfilled in in you. Again, this is just going to create a more natural response from your brain because you're already intuitively needing these things. Okay. And then the last thing we do is we develop mantras that will help support the goal. So if we go back to that marriage goal, they could easily just say the, the mantra of, I connect with my husband daily. You know, we are intimate X amount of times. Oh gosh, what else? Like we are at peace with one another. It's easy to communicate with him. Like all of the things basically that she is wanting to create in those 90 days, she starts saying to herself every day. If it's somebody who's paying off debt is I have paid off X amount of debt. If someone making more money, I make X amount more money. Somebody's trying to lose weight, I weigh X amount of pounds. And they just start saying that self over and over again. Because what happens is the brain builds a wire in the brain to believe that, that it already has that thing. And so if you're thinking, oh, I weigh this amount, you start making choices from that state of being because your brain thinks you already have it. And so then it's like, oh, no, I don't want to overeat. Oh, no, I don't want to do this because you fully believe that you are that person. Okay, so like right now, my income goal, I say every single day, I make X amount of money. I make X amount of money or I have made X amount of money. Sometimes I say and I just like sit in that space. So in my brain right now, because I've been saying that now for weeks, it takes about at least three weeks for that to set in of you saying it every single day. I feel like I've already done it. It's kind of weird when I go to my bank account and I'm like, hmm, I haven't done this yet. Like in my brain, I have done it. And so I'm making choices from that space already of I have made this money. And that, my friend, it seems woo-woo and it seems weird. But when you do that, you the, the goal just happens so naturally because your brain is supporting you in that. And if you're a believer in the universe or anything like that of manifesting, then all of a sudden it's like, oh my gosh, this goal just happened and it became so easy. It's like, you know, I wanted uh, this X amount of money and I just happened to get the job offer that made that, that amount of money. How crazy is that? And I don't know how it all works, but somehow it works, my friends. It works and it's so crazy cool how it works and how easy it feels when you do that. And for me, it just goes back to a science thing of when you build that brain wire, your brain knows what to look for. Your brain just naturally attracts that. Even if you don't consciously know that that's gonna be the job that pays you that amount of money. Or by you taking this one class out of the nowhere, that's going to be the thing that moves the needle in your marriage. Or by you, you know, having this thing happen to you, that's going to be the thing that loses a weight for you when you thought it was going to be this other thing. You just start to program that in. You don't worry about how you're going to get to the goal as much. You just become that state of being. And all of a sudden, it's like you have the goal. This is why with my clients, and I'm not effing around here when I'm saying this, of trying to like pump this up and brag about this. But I have clients who are like, holy crap, Lindsay, how did I get this done in 98 days? When I set this goal with you, I thought it was such a stretch and there was no way. 
and yet I've done it. And I'm like, yes, you have. Isn't that so incredible? And I pump them up and I'm like, this just shows you, you can do anything you put your mind to. And when you know how to set strong goals in this process, I have just literally walked you through. This is exactly what I do with my clients. I'm not leaving anything out here other than, of course, we're coaching and I'm asking them questions and they can talk back to me, of course. But as you do this process, and if you do this process well, you will hit your goal, okay? Now, again, it's not just like you set all this and then you put it aside. I have my clients look at their goal specifically every single week. They go back in, rewrite the goal every single week, and they say in their workbook, what progress have I made? What progress needs to happen next? Because they have to look at their goal over and over and over and over again, okay? All right, so let's recap really quick, okay? How to set strong goals. First, set that number one priority for the year, your focus. That's your word or intention, okay? What's the big thing I need to embody this next year for you know, me to hit my goals in essence? Then you think, what's my number one goal? And maybe I have a couple little goals underneath that, okay? And that's it, all right? <laughs> for all my goalaholics out there, that's it. You don't need more than that. And if you really struggle with this, you have anxiety, go to create that 10-year vision. It'll help put some peace of mind with that, okay? Then from there, you take those smaller goals, you put them into 90-day chunks. What do I want to do the first 90 days? You make it specific and measurable at least and have a timetable, which again, is that 90 days. Get very, very specific on that. Then you ask yourself the why questions. You ask yourself, how is this getting me closer to my 10 life? You ask, how does this relate to my needs and my values? If you know those things. And then you develop mantras. And mantras are, in essence, the after of what you have at the end of those 90 days. So I have paid off X amount. I weigh X amount. I do blah, blah, blah in my marriage. Again, the after is the mantras you're saying to yourself. Okay? Less is more. Slow and steady is the key. I am somebody who's like that jackrabbit who loves to run out of the gate and be like, let's do all the things. And I've learned over the years, slow and steady is a key to success. And I encourage you, if you haven't listened to my, um, I think it's called Learn Your Seasons episode. It's a couple episodes back. I'll link it in the show notes. Go listen to that one because that teaches you, you cannot go all crazy, wild, full of action all year. You're going to have ebbs and flows in the year. And I've learned with my goals to create them in a way where I really pump them up and I am at max speed with them in spring and summer. And when when I'm in the fall and winter seasons, I slow them down and I adjust accordingly for that because that's just the way my body works. Okay. I know it's a lot to think about. I know it's a lot to learn. Your mind is spinning. That's why, again, if it's too much for you, hire a life coach. It makes it so much easier. And I know that's a direct pitch and you may be pissed at me for that. But it, it just makes it easier. But otherwise, what I'm teaching you today, go out and DIY it too. If you feel confident with that, go rock it. This is what I use with my clients. You just got a crap ton of value today from this. But if it's over your head, don't sit here in victim mentality and be like, oh, it's too much. Be like, hey, if I really want to make my goals and dreams happen, then I need to outsource this because I'm just going to have somebody else do it who's really good at this and who's trained in this. And then I just get to sit back and she tells me what to do. And I just make sure it's authentic to me, of course. But then I go do it. And then my goals happen. And Lindsay guarantees my goals because I know if I work with her, she's going to guarantee this happens. Otherwise, she's going to give me my money back. So what is the problem here, brain? Either go do it myself or hire somebody to do it. Let's go. There's no reason for you not to set your goals and to get your goals. None. 
zero, zilch, not one reason. Okay, you have found this podcast. Think the stars above you have found it and then take action from that place of either I'm going to do this for myself or I'm going to hire Lindsay or somebody else to make this happen. Okay, I know I get really fired up when I talk about goals, get a little sassy in there, but it's just because I love it so much. And it's so easy once you know how to do this. Please, please, my God, don't ever sit in a space where you're not getting your goals. It is so flipping fun to get your goals. You just need to know how to set them in a way that works for you. Okay, you got this, my friends, but reach out if you need me. I'm always available. Link in the show notes. Of course, if you want to start the coaching process and do that free consult call, I'm here for you. Let's go. Have a wonderful 2021 and I can't wait to see your goals too. And you rock them and I'll see you in the next episode. Bye, my friend. Hey there, Miss Unstoppable. Thanks so much for tuning in to this episode. If you enjoyed it, share it with a friend. Send them a picture of this episode via text, via email, share it on social media. I'm sure they would be so appreciative to know these strategies and tips on how to accomplish your dreams. If you are ready to guarantee you're going to accomplish your goals and dreams, then it's time to start coaching with me. In my nine-month simple success coaching system, I am going to walk you every single step of the way to ensure that you get the goals and dreams that you want. The first step is to apply for a free 60-minute consult call. Just go to lindsay, L-I-N-D-S-A-Y, epreston.com forward slash apply to get started. As always, my friend, remember... You're only as unstoppable as you believe you can be. So believe in yourself. You got this.